0: You are listening to Off The Cuff. Now, here's your host, Adam Banks. Welcome, everybody, to Off The Cuff. I am Adam Banks coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky, and I'm in the Waterstone studio. Thank you for listening. Now, anyone who knows me, and you don't even really have to know me well, you know that I'm a big college basketball fan, and my team is UK. I like to cheer for the Kentucky Wildcats. And I'm always watching the games. I never miss a game. I'm always watching on TV. And every time I get a chance, I try to go to the game in person. And anyone who's ever been to a UK game at Rupp Arena, they know that Rupp Arena is a pretty terrible arena, let's be honest. It is one of the worst basketball arenas in all of college basketball. It actually might be the worst college basketball atmosphere in college basketball. And after the story that I tell you, you're probably going to agree. So last Wednesday, I'm sitting there minding my own business, and I get a text message from a friend of mine. And the text message, it says, yo, dog, floor seats tonight. And I thought he was joking because I have only sit on the floor at UK once in my life, and it was the greatest tickets that I ever had. It was behind the South Carolina bench because that's who we were playing. It was behind the visitor bench. And I liked that because you could really – it felt like you were really actually watching a game in person. When you go to an arena and watch a college basketball game and you sit in the upper arena, I don't even know why people do that. It smells up there. People are, are – uh, are, uh, I would say hateful and in a bad mood a lot of the times in the upper arena because it's not good seats and everybody's just frustrated that they paid still a ton of money to sit in the upper deck but it's a horrible place to sit and when I first sat in the uh on, on the floor a couple years ago back when we played South Carolina behind the bench there when I was sitting there I said I would give anything to have these tickets and I never had been back, never got to sit back on the floor until last Wednesday when my buddy texted me and he asked me if I was interested in going to the UK game to watch, uh, to watch the Cats play Monmouth. And I said, yes, times a million. I definitely want to go. So we went and the seats were incredible. They were center court, four rows from the floor. Well, they actually are considered floor seats. They're on the floor but it's just four rows back from the actual court. So we literally can see the pores and the sweat pouring from the basketball players. That's how good our seats were. But the atmosphere in lower arena, where we were sitting, was treacherous. It was like we were waking people up from a nap by just making any little noise at all. It was quiet. It was boring. Nobody was standing up. nobody was cheering. It was like we were at a golf competition. When a basket went in, everybody did the finger clap. Maybe not to that exaggeration or that extreme, but it was about as bad as that. Well, I didn't know the proper way to cheer in the lower arena section. Apparently, there's a way to cheer, and that's to cheer very, very quietly. You're not supposed to make any noise. So me and my buddy were sitting down there. I'm excited. He's excited. He, these are not his normal tickets. Uh, I I'm definitely not used to sitting that close to the floor. We're both Kentucky basketball fans. We're excited. When Kentucky is doing good, when Kentucky makes a shot, guess what we do? We stand up and we cheer and we hoop and we holler and we throw our arms around and we're we're just huge fans. And We're sitting there, and all of a sudden, a lot of people are giving us the stink eye. A lot of people are looking at us, turning around, giving us a glare like we don't belong. And eventually, a man beside me, him and his girlfriend, wife, whatever, was sitting beside me. And he looks over at me, and he says, hey, can you not stand up? Because when you stand up and cheer, my wife cannot see. And I said, what are you talking about? How can she not see? She's right beside me. I mean, literally, if, she, if I was in front of her and I was standing up, I can see his point. But I was right beside of her, and he was telling me that she could not see when I stood up. How easy is it just to lean forward and look if you want to see? These people did not cross uncross their arms the entire night. They were just sitting there, and it wasn't just these people. It was everybody in our section at Lower Arena. Well, we continued to cheer. We continued to yell for the cats and until all of a sudden, three guys in blue suit coats showed up with two city police officers. They asked to see our tickets, and we gave them our tickets. They looked. They verified it was us, and they said, y'all need to come with us. And they pulled me and my friend up from our seats that we owned, by the way. We owned those tickets to that game. And they took us out back to Rupp Arena and said that we were being too loud and too obnoxious for the fans sitting around us. And I said, what were we doing? What were we doing besides yelling? And when I would ask that, anyone who has ever had a confrontation with a cop, you know you can't argue with them. I couldn't believe what happened. I got kicked out of a Kentucky basketball game because I was cheering too loud. In the lower arena. Because the lower arena seats. To get those floor seats. You either have to be a millionaire. Because those are million dollar tickets to sit down there. uh, As a season ticket owner. But if you want to. Sit down there. Someone has to give you their season tickets. Or a company has bought the tickets. And they just give them to their employees. That's the only way that you can sit down there. So it's very very rare. When a true fan can go down there. And sit. And. They're excited. They want to cheer. They want to have fun. They're at a basketball game. If there was ever an atmosphere to hoop and holler and have fun, it's at a basketball game. We wasn't cursing anybody out. We wasn't yelling at people. We wasn't yelling at the refs. We were cheering for the team. Good job. Good basket. Or maybe yelling, defense. God forbid we yell, rebound, because apparently that's what gets you kicked out. Screaming. Standing up and cheering. You're not allowed to do that in the lower arena of rep Arena. You know, the part of the arena that the camera catches. The part of the arena that the players can hear the most. The part of the arena that the whole world can see because it's in the camera view. Yeah, that part right there, that place right there in the arena, you better not yell. You better not cheer. I'm telling you, it's horrible. So, I've gone to... I'm I'm true to what I'm saying. I, I stand true to what I'm saying. Rupp Arena is the worst arena for college basketball. It has got one of the worst atmospheres in college basketball. Everybody wants to talk about Kentucky fans having such a great atmosphere. We're the best fans in the world. Yes, we are the greatest fans in the world. We do travel with our team. We love our team. We support our team. But the atmosphere, the fan base atmosphere at Rupp Arena is one of the worst in the nation. I would hate to have Rupp Arena as my home arena if I was a Kentucky basketball player. I know they have to be disgusted when they're playing basketball and they look up and they see nobody cheering and they see nobody standing up and rooting for them because you're not allowed to. You might irritate or bother a rich person that sits in the second row because that's what it is. It's rich money. Mostly... Rich people are sitting down there and I didn't fit in with the rich people. Apparently I wasn't sitting there with my little blue sweater and drinking my coffee and falling asleep and getting woke up by the PA system every three or four minutes, but that's how it was. And I just couldn't believe that we were thrown out and not even asked to, to just settle down. We wasn't even asked to settle down. They just threw us out. Because apparently whoever told the ushers was probably a really, really powerful, rich person and didn't want us there. So guess what? We didn't get to stay. But yep, that's what happened to me. For the first time ever, I was kicked out of a basketball game for rooting too hard. So nice job, Reparina. And since I'm on the subject, it's about time for Reparina. To make some more renovations to that arena for the fans. yes, yeah, she did a good job of putting uh, the big scoreboard up there. Taking big Bertha down Bertha down after a, a million years. But why don't you do something else for the fans? Maybe take those stupid bleachers up at the top out of the arena. And put seats up there like a 2018 arena. Because when somebody does still have to pay over $100 to sit up top. They don't want to sit on a rigid bench and get marks all over their hind end. Do something about your upper arena seating to make that tolerable because it is absolutely horrible to sit up there. And why do you sell a ticket, Rupp Arena, to fans? I'm serious. They sell some tickets. The seats are located so far away from the court, even on the front row in the the lower arena, so far away from the court, It's almost in the dressing room. So they sell seats that are horrible seats that don't have a good view. You know how some arenas, there's not a bad place in the whole arena to sit? That's definitely not rub. It's poorly... The seats are poorly positioned. The upper arena deck is horrible. And when you finally get the opportunity to sit down below, you get kicked out. That's what happens. By fat city police. So... The Cats play uh, UNC Greensboro, their next game. They've been on a winning streak. They keep improving. They keep winning their games. Hey, can't say much about a team that's uh, losing. George H.W. Bush has passed away at the age of 91. President Bush, I lived through his entire presidency. I was born in 1988, so Ronald Reagan was president for a year and then when i was 1 years old george h w bush was elected president and i remember bush being our president at as a young boy i remember george bush especially during the election with bill clinton that's what stands out to me the most is when he battled bill clinton for his uh, to get reelected again and i remember my parents talking about bush and how they were supporters of bush and uh, they were. Both of my parents were Bush supporters. My family uh, was a was Bush supporters. And it's very sad to hear about the passing of President George H.W. Bush. But not really wanting to make the podcast sad, let's make it a, celib- a celebratory podcast. George H.W. Bush lived a very happy and successful life. He truly did. I mean, what can be more successful than becoming... The leader of the free world. And that's what George H.W. was. He was a congressman in Texas. He was the vice president for Ronald Reagan for eight years. And some people say Ronald Reagan was the greatest president that this country has ever seen. And here George H.W. Bush was his vice. And then he was elected the 41st president of the United States. And he died at age 94. And he lived a long life. And in his life, beside him the entire time was his loving wife, Barbara Bush, who passed away last year. And I've talked about it in the show, so you can go back in the archives and listen to that episode. But George H.W., he was in love with his sweetheart. That's what he called her. Truly in love, where he would write her letters every day telling her how much he loved her. So he had love, and he had a good family. A successful family, not to mention his sons, Jeb and George. Jeb became governor, and his son George became the president as well. So they had a very successful family. They had grandchildren. And uh, George H.W., his life was just full. And he lived a very good life. Bush was the last veteran of World War II to serve as president no president before him had arrived with experience like he had. He was a decorated Navy pilot, a successful oil executive, a congressman, a United Nations delegate, Republican Party chairman, director of the Central Intelligence. Over the course of a single term that began on my birthday, January 20th, in 1989, Mr. Bush found himself at the helm of the world's only remaining superpower. The Berlin Wall fell. The Soviet Union ceased to exist. The communist bloc in the Eastern Europe broke up. And the Cold War ended. I don't know much about his presidency unless I read about it in history because I wasn't really old enough to understand it. But I do know that he loved America. He loved public service. And God bless George H.W. Bush. May he rest in peace. And may he be with his wife again. So a very inspirational guy to look up to who served as our president from 1989 to 1993. I'm sure we're going to see his funeral on TV for the next couple of days. I know that when Reagan died, his funeral lasted for a week. So they usually keep the president out for a long, long time. And uh, this is something, you know, you got to think. There's not many presidents, living presidents, that are still out there. You got our current president, Donald Trump. You got our former president, Barack Obama, and before him, George Bush. And then the only remaining presidents alive is Bill Clinton and Jimmy Carter. And Jimmy Carter is the oldest living president. He is mid-90s, I believe, maybe even in his late 90s now. But yeah, we only have Carter, the second Bush, Clinton, Obama, and Trump. We got five living presidents; the rest are dead. And it's something that the presidents stay alive as long as they do. I mean, how often do you hear about a president dying at a young age? Now, this is a whole another podcast. But I've always said that the government has cures for cancer. And even has cures for diseases like HIV. And presidents get access to the top health care in the entire world. So anything wrong with a president, a former president, they get the best treatment. I mean, really, when do you hear about a, a president getting cancer? Very rare. Uh, I'm sure it's happened. I can't really name you an example. I do know that Bush, H.W., he had leukemia. Not leukemia. I'm sorry. He had uh, Parkinson's, and he didn't develop Parkinson's till his uh, early 90s. But yeah, look look at these presidents and their age. They don't die young, but that's a different podcast for a different time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Off the Cuff. It's always a pleasure to have you listening to the show. And I hope you enjoyed my story about getting kicked out of Rupp Arena. And just beware next time you go to a basketball game. If you sit in the lower arena, don't stand up and cheer because you'll get kicked out. I'm kidding. Actually, you need to stand up and cheer. It's bull. bull 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 bull, that they kick you out over crap like that it's crazy well again ladies and gentlemen i'm adam banks this has been off the cuff i will see you in the next episode